Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. I'm Sandy Johnston, host of this podcast, and I am a woman's transformation coach, consultant, and energetic healer. Before we dive into today's show, I just want to mention that I include the top 10 tips and takeaways towards the end of each show to give you prompts to focus on and think about and try to apply in your life when you resonate with the things that are being said. If you are unable to listen to the whole episode for whatever reason, I really recommend you take a quick minute to listen to the top takeaways from each show as this could really help you with the challenges that you may be going through. Okay, now let's get into the show. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Why knowing what you don't want can help you discover what you do want. On today's episode, I talk about why knowing what you don't want can help you discover what you do want and why this is so important. The reason that I'm talking about this topic today is because when you are not in a happy place in your life, it is very easy to identify with the things you don't want, but it is very hard to conjure up positive thoughts about what you do want in your life. Now, I'm in a very happy place in my life right now. I'm not saying that my life is picture perfect all the time or that I never get triggered anymore, but my life has gone through a complete transformation since the time I was in an abusive relationship. The me that I am now today is a very different person to the woman who was a complete victim of circumstance caught in a horrible cycle of abuse and I know that I would not be the woman that I am today had I not gone through all the hard times that I did. These hard times that I went through gave me the skills and the experience I have now to be doing this podcast and helping you. And the things that I went through are now serving me because I've learned so much along the way and I have pieced together, you know, like a jigsaw puzzle. I've been piecing things together for quite a long time and the more of the puzzle pieces that I was able to find and to put into place, the more I was able to get this transformation that has come about in my life. And as I carry on with this podcast, you'll get to know more about me and more about the different things that I've learned along the way. I want to just be there to um, share with you anything that has helped me to get out of a cycle of abuse, 
to be able to stand up on my own two feet again, to um, be a positive person in my life and a positive influence on my children's lives, um, to just help me to break free. And in this ability to break free, to have a pathway to healing and to go through this process of radical transformation. Okay, so I remember what it was like to get caught in a cycle of abuse. I remember how helpless I felt to change anything for the better. Sure, I tried to stay positive. You know, this was, uh, you know, partially this was because this was a coping mechanism for me. And it was based also on my faith in a power higher than myself. And this faith that this higher power was watching over me, keeping me safe. I often prayed to God asking for help. I also asked the angels for help daily. Now, I don't want to get all religious with you, okay? That's not my purpose and uh, my purpose is just to share with you some of the things that helped me along my journey. Now, I just want you to understand the power of your thoughts, your words and intentions and how these play out in your life. There are a few reasons for this that I want to share with you, which will hopefully help you if you are finding it hard to think of things you want in your life. And that was me, okay? I found it very difficult to think of things that I wanted. And I will take a little time first just to explain these reasons before I go on to give you some things that you can do to actually stop focusing on what you don't want and start focusing on what you do want. Firstly, we are all in a creation process every moment of every day. Now, you might think that you don't have a creative bone in your body. Maybe your idea of creativity is someone and maybe that someone who is creative is arty. Maybe they're actors or they're musicians or they're artists or they're dancers or they're writers. And maybe, maybe, maybe this definition for you might extend to people who design things like architects and engineers and inventors. But what about the basics? What about the food that you put on the table every day? Putting together a meal is creating something or rearranging a room in your home. Now that's creative. So I want you to broaden your concept of creativity to it not only being something that creative people do but that we all do all the time and these creative things that we do 
come in the form of our thoughts and our words and our actions. And I'll talk a little bit more about the whole rearranging a room in your home thing a bit later on as we go along because there's something that I'm going to ask you to do. But first, I just want you to get an understanding that each thought we have is a form of creativity. And I want you to think a little bit further along to your dominant thoughts, because your dominant thoughts, those thoughts that you think most of the time, those thoughts that you are preoccupied with, Well, that's the next part of creativity and that's the next part I want to talk about because what we say and what we think and how we act will guide us in the creation of who we are and how we act things out in our lives. What we feel, think, say and do all go towards the things that we are creating in our day. There is a really super famous quote by William Shakespeare in which he says, All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances and one man in his time plays many parts, his acts being seven ages. Now there's a lot wrapped up in that statement by Shakespeare about how we go about life and I just want to talk about this for a little while because the more that we understand the part that we play in our lives And the more we understand our ability to rewrite the role that we play, the more transformative our lives will be. The more that we remain victims of circumstance and the more we allow others to write our part in our life, the more we will stay like a puppet on a string. Now, I just want to spend a bit of time looking at what fear does and what this creates in us, which then gets played out in our lives. So fear is drama-based, okay? When we think of a play and we think of um, we think of a type of play, you know, that perhaps involves narcissism and abuse, It's a drama and with drama comes chaos and a loss of control. Now, it doesn't matter whether we have a narcissistic relationship or not. There will be things that happen to us in our life that are beyond our control. But... We need to work out what is within our control still and we need to put our energy into that thing 
We need to be aware of what is not in our control, but we need to put our energy and our focus and our thoughts and our words and our actions into the things that we have power of. The things that we have power over are the things that are within our control, the things that we can change. So the reason I put the way we feel before anything else is because our thoughts are driven by our emotions. So if, if the main emotion we are experiencing is fear, then fear will be influencing what we think, say and do. And when fear is driving us, we are also feeling things like feeling limited and restricted. Fear can literally keep you prisoner in your life. Now, you may have heard that narcissistic and abusive people are controlling, making you feel scared helps them to have that control over you. So this is one aspect which is a very powerful influence and this power of fear which causes you to feel helpless then triggers things like anxiety and depression. It also creates chaos and robs you of your peace of mind. When you are in a stressed out state, you can become very reactive and unable to handle everyday things which might be happening and you might be called upon to deal with. Now, I don't want you to get discouraged at this point and think that there is no hope for you. There most definitely is. I just want you to understand the hold that fear has on you and on your life. That driving emotion of fear is just trying to protect you. So it will put up all sorts of arguments why you can't do this or try that. It's just trying to keep you safe. Now, I've already touched on the second reason why it is easy to think of what you don't want and very difficult to focus on what you do want. And that is because you are caught in a cycle when you are in a cycle of abuse. And I want you to think this also applies to people who have actually left the cycle of abuse. They may have physically left but there's still trauma bonded to that cycle and recovery work needs to be done in order to stop being trauma bonded by a cycle of abuse. And this recovery path can take a lifetime. But it is so important to get on to that recovery path because that trauma bond will become less and less over time as you go along your recovery path and you are on your recovery journey. 
So getting back to the cycle of abuse and getting caught in this cycle, okay? Now I just want you to imagine for a moment that you are on a roundabout in your car and you can't exit the roundabout. There is a famous roundabout in Paris around the Arc de Triomphe, which is notorious for its complexity. It is a roundabout that a lot of people fear using because they are scared that once they get onto the roundabout, they will not be able to get off. Getting caught in a cycle of abuse is very much like this. Once you get caught in the cycle, it is very difficult to find a way to exit. Just like the famous roundabout in Paris, there is a lot happening all the time on the roundabout that is the cycle of abuse. It is fast, it is hazardous, and it is scary. So again, you are surrounded by things which put you at risk. And you are constantly aware of the perpetual motion of this cycle, which means you are constantly using nervous energy to protect yourself while you go around and around and around with no way out in plain sight. Now, as I talk about this analogy, I don't want to get off topic. But I do want to take this opportunity to just mention that on this crazy roundabout in Paris, there will be breaks in the traffic. And this is also true for the cycle of abuse. But you may miss the break because you are still thinking there will never be a break in the traffic to get out. And you will miss opportunities because you are scared. And that's okay. It takes women on average up to 12 times to leave an abusive relationship. And this is one of the reasons why. I don't want to digress, but I want to say that in the cycle of abuse, these breaks often come in the form of apologies, gifts and promises never to, be, never to hurt you again. So because there is still some action on your roundabout and you are in a state of fear, as I said, you might miss this gap in the traffic, which you could otherwise exit the relationship and drive away, okay? So this is just a figure of speech. I'm just using this roundabout scenario as an example. So this conditioning of being caught in a cycle brings our attention to all the things that we don't want. It's very, very clear to us what we don't want, okay? For example, for me, I used to think things like, I can't take any more of this, or I can't stand this any longer, or I don't want this constant stress, or I don't want to be in survival mode or I have had enough of this constant pain. Now, this train of thought could have propelled me out of the cycle when I saw a window, but the fear had a hold on me and my beliefs 
from my dominant thoughts were that I was going to get more of this treatment. I was going to continue to be stressed. I was going to stay in survival mode. And I assure you the list was much longer than this of the many, many things I knew I didn't want. And these thoughts became my beliefs for what would be acted out in my life and nothing improved. Things just went from bad to worse. I hope This is helping you to gain a bit more of an understanding about what I'm talking about. Now, I have a very, very dear friend who was an amazing mentor to me throughout those challenging times. And she would often tell me to focus on what I did want. I would feel completely useless because I could not conjure up any good thought for my life and what for what I wanted but I could rattle off a list as long as my arm of all the things that I didn't want. Now if you're like me I want you to try a few things to help you create a list of things you want in your life. So if you're stuck like I was and if you are finding it all too hard to think about the things that you do want, we're going to start by using the things that you don't want. The first thing that I want you to do is do a clean up and declutter and shuffle of your kitchen and your main living space. Now, the reason I want you to do this is because your space speaks back to you what you want to have in your life and what you want your life to be like. So when we clear a space and we clean a space, we bring in fresh energy and this fresh energy is then mirrored back to us and we take this on board. So it's time to physically remove the chaos, the clutter, and get your space looking and feeling fresh. This shift in energy in the space will help you to shift your energy. When you feel good in your space, you will feel stronger and more open and receptive to being ready to let go of the old thoughts that no longer serve you and replace them with thoughts that are new fresh and beautiful. It is really important that you do this first before you go on to the next exercise, okay? The reason why I'm asking you to do it in this order is because the second thing will not have nearly as much impact if you don't do the first exercise because that shift in energy will not have taken place in your space and will not take place in you and you will not be nearly as receptive to the next exercise that I'm going to give you. Now, I don't want you to put yourself under any pressure either because of the things that I'm suggesting for you to do. Okay, so there's no time pressure with this. If it takes you a week, 
to achieve the first exercise to be ready to do the second exercise that's fine if you have the time and the space to do it after you listen to this episode fantastic that's all power to you okay but it makes no difference to me whether you do it in a day whether you do it in a couple of hours, whether you do it over the space of a week. The main thing is to do the exercise and to you will feel the shift as you go through this exercise, okay? So um, just I want you to have an open mind and um, if you don't think that this is going to work then I just want you to be open to just explore this okay because all I'm trying to do is give you some suggestions of things to try to turn things around to get your focus off the things that you don't want and on to the things that you do want okay and the reason why is because your dominant thoughts are the things that drive what you create in your life. And by that, when I say they drive what you create in your life, I mean that they drive your thoughts, they drive your words, and they drive your actions, okay? So I hope that you gain more of an understanding about this when I go through the second exercise and you see the shift that will happen when you start saying positive things, affirming positive things over yourself and your life as opposed to saying all the things that you don't want to have in your life or you don't want happening to you in your life anymore, okay? So I wish that when I was in that place I had you know this exercise that I'm about to give you because it's very very simple and it's very effective okay so now all right so these exercises as I said are designed to empower you and to help you tune in with what you really want okay now when you work with your home and get into that creative space of decluttering and rearranging and perhaps adding a bunch of flowers and they don't have to be expensive flowers and if you can't afford flowers maybe you've got a house plant or you've got some greenery that you can take off one of your trees in your garden and put into a vase to brighten the space the space up and this what this does is it actually brings new life into your space when you bring in that bit of nature it's really important to do this so don't be limited by finance if you are not in a position to go out and buy yourself a bunch of flowers or don't let it make you feel sad and think you know if I was in a loving relationship then the person that I'm with they would be buying me flowers every week I want you to just push that away from you now and I want you to think about what you can do and if that means that um, you have a picture with something of you know from nature in your space which brings that into your home then let it be that it doesn't have to cost you a cent and nobody has to give it to you you 
because you value yourself and you love yourself and care about yourself, you can give this to yourself. This is make this your gift to you. Okay, so now back to what we were talking about. A good rule of thumb for letting things go when you are decluttering is to let go of things which no longer have any value to you um, or they no longer serve you or you no longer use them, okay? I also like to have a few ways to get rid of things and there's a few different reasons. One is I like doing things in a sustainable way and when I say sustainable I mean environmentally responsible way, okay. So if the things that I am letting go of and if they're in good condition and they're still I think that they're still going to be of some value to somebody else then I might list it online to sell or I might just put together a bundle to take to a charity shop now lord knows that they have been an absolute godsend to me over the years I absolutely love them so it feels good to give something back and this also makes me feel I have something of value to give to others who can benefit from these things and the last thing I do the last resort is always if things are not in good condition anymore I will dispose of them so it feels great on so many levels to give things away which you have no use for. You feel lighter and brighter and you will attract new things to you because you have created space for these new things that you desire to come into your life. And you will feel good knowing that you have given something to someone else which will be used and appreciated. Now, I hope you can see the benefits to doing that first exercise. This is one of the tools that I use in my workshop and my program. But I wanted to just give this to you now, today, to give you something to work with, okay? Whether or not you ever come to work with me. Now, I want you to do... The next thing which is a really simple exercise and I really believe that the most effective things in transformation are simple. You're already feeling overwhelmed. What do I want to do? Overload you more? No. Okay. I want to keep this really easy and just easy breezy for you. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a PDF file in the episode notes which you can download and you can print okay because this next exercise is a paper exercise but if you don't have the ability to print the pdf i want you to sit down with just a blank piece of paper it can be lined paper if you have a nice lined notebook that you want to use draw a line right down the middle of this piece of paper now on 
one side of the piece of paper, I want you to write what I don't want, okay? That's heading number one. Then on the other side of the piece of paper, I want you to write what I do want, okay? Now, this piece of paper is going to act like a mirror. So when you look at a reflection, it is the opposite of what is physically there. So I don't want you to give any thought to what you do want right now. I just want you to think about what you don't want. Just like I described earlier, get into that space of all the frustrations which are driving you around the twist, okay? Get it all out. Write it down on this piece of paper. Now, I want you to flip each thing that you have said. For example, okay, I can't do this anymore. Two, I can do this differently. Or, I can't stand this any longer. Two, I can change what is in my power. Or, I don't want this constant stress. Two, I want more peace in my life. Or, I don't want to be in survival mode. Two, I want to bring about more stability in my life. Can you see that when you flip these statements, it gives you back some control over your feelings, your thoughts, your words, and your actions? So I want you to give these two exercises that I've given you now I want you to give them a go. I want you, this is what we say in Australia, we say, give it a go, okay? There's nothing lost by trying this, okay? That What's the saying? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. So I really want you, no matter where you are on your journey right now, okay? If you are listening to this and you are caught in a cycle of abuse, please, please, please try these exercises, okay? Because this will help you to find the gap in the traffic of that cycle of abuse that you're in, okay? And if you are out of the cycle of abuse and you are still picking up the pieces of your life after leaving, Again, again, I want you to do these exercises because these exercises will create a shift in you and this shift in you will help you to transform. Okay, I want you to break free from the trauma bonds of the experiences that you've been through. So as you know, I am here to help and every time I jump on and I do an episode I'm thinking about you and I want you to stay safe okay I want you to have a good life I want you to get your life on the right track okay I'm here to support you I'm here to encourage you so I'm going to leave you with that I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it's helped and I just send you all my love and wish you well.
Okay. Until next time. Okay. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. So instead of doing the usual top tips and takeaways from today's show, I'm just going to just remind you of the two exercises, what they are, and um, you can go back and listen in full to the episode if you want to get further in-depth, you know, information about the exercises. So the first exercise is to do a bit of a declutter and rearrange and just freshen up your main living space, which is your kitchen and your main living area. And that is the heart of your house. So when you do this exercise, you're going to create an energetic shift in your space, which is going to be reflected back at you and will create an energetic shift within you. This is going to empower the second exercise that you have been given to do. And the second exercise is in a PDF file that I have included in the episode notes. So please go to the episode notes and there will be a link there for you to download this PDF file. If you are unable to download the PDF and print it out, please go back and listen to the episode. There are instructions in the episode of what to do with just a piece of paper to get the second exercise done. And the second exercise is very, very simple and is very effective in flipping things from what you don't want to what you do want. Okay, I'll leave you with that and I wish you well and stay safe. Okay. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow hosted by me Sandy J this program 
provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.